Now your mercy has saved my soul. And now your freedom is all that I know. Yeah. He only made new. Jesus, when I met you, oh, you call my name. You call my name. And I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. You called my name, and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. Sing it out, I needed rescue. I needed rescue, my sin was heavy, but chains break out the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan, now you've called me a citizen of heaven. Hell was broken, you were my healing, now your love is the air that I'm breathing. I have a future, my eyes are open, cause when you call my name. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. Father, you call my name, and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. Sing that again, I needed rescue. I needed rescue, my sin was heavy, but chains break out the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan, and now you've called me a citizen of heaven. Heaven was broken, you were my healing, and your love is the air that I'm breathing. I have a future, my eyes are open, cause when you call my name. darkness into your glorious name you call my name and I ran out of that grave out of the darkness into your glorious name you call my name and I ran out of that grave out of the darkness into your glorious day. Sing one more time. You called my name and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness into your glorious day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift a shout of praise to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
There's a river flowing from the mountain that shows our God is true. There's a song rising from the valley. It's our response to you. For you are God, God of all creation. The earth groans and longs to be with you. Where we are, our hearts are raised to heaven. We breathe to worship you. Sing verse 1 again. There's a river flowing from the mountain that shows our God is true. There's a song rising from the valleys. It's our response to you. You are God. You are God. God of all creation, the earth groans and longs to be with you. From where we are, our hearts are raised to heaven. We breathe to worship you, yes, Lord. Jesus, we worship you, Lord. Stand in awe, our faces shine with wonder. Made pure by perfect blood. What a better way to give all honor than to bow before the one. Sing that again. We stand in awe, our faces run with wonder, made pure by perfect blood. What a better way to give all honor than to bow before the one. Hey, you are God, for you are God. God of all creation, the earth groans and longs to be with you. From where we are, our hearts are raised to heaven. We breathe to worship you. You are God, for you are God, God of all creation. The earth groans and longs to be with you. Where we are, our hearts are raised to heaven. We breathe to worship you. Thank you, Lord. In the stillness, I can hear you whisper, 
calling deep and deeper still the same voice that moves upon the waters says come drink and have your fill <laughs> and in the stillness I can hear you whisper calling deep and deeper still the same voice the same voice that moved upon the waters says come drink and have your fill for you are God God of all creation your people grown they love to be with you from where we are, our hearts race to heaven. We breathe to worship you. You are God. You are God. God of all creation. People groan and they long to be with you. Where we are, our hearts are raised to heaven. We breathe to worship you. We breathe. We breathe to worship you, Jesus. Lord, we breathe to worship you. You are worthy. Oh, we breathe to worship Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for you are God, God of all creation. Your people grown and love to be with you. And where we are, our hearts are to heaven. We breathe to worship you. Lord, we breathe to worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Give you glory tonight, God. Give you glory. Father, we come into your presence tonight. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come. Encounter us tonight, God. Yes, Lord Jesus. And I'm after your heart. What should be still when the worship starts, Lord? 
I'm so in love with you. What can men do? Can't hold me back anymore. I'm after your heart. Where should I be still when the worship starts, Lord? I'm so in love with you. What can men do? Can't hold me back anymore. And you spin over me, and you are pleased when I spend myself on you. I'm gonna let go now. Really worship, letting my dance come forth. Dance, oh dance. Let the spirit move you. Dance, dance. The Holy Spirit in you dance, dance. Come on. Verse one. I'm after your heart. Why should I be still when the worship starts, Lord? And I'm so in love with you. What can man do? Can't hold me back anymore. And you spin over me, and you are pleased when I spin myself on you. And I'm gonna let go. Really worship, letting my dance come forth. Dance, dance, and let the spirit move you. Dance, dance. The Holy Spirit in you, dance, dance. Let the Spirit move you, dance, dance. The Holy Spirit turn my morning into dancing. My heart is full of joy. I will praise you. You healed my body and you made me new. My heart is full of joy. I will dance for you. You gave me love that broke down fear. My heart is full of joy. I will sing for you. My heart is full of joy. I will praise, and I will dance, and I will sing for you, for you. And dance, oh, dance. Let the Spirit move you. Dance, dance. The Holy Spirit in you. Dance, dance. Let the Spirit move you, dance, dance, the Holy Spirit in you, yeah, we're gonna dance for you, Lord, oh, we worship.
worship you. Mm -hmm. Oh, 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 dance, oh, let the Spirit move you. Dance, dance. The Holy Spirit in you, dance, dance, not hold me back anymore. Oh, you can't hold me back anymore. Oh, you can't hold me back anymore. Oh. Can't hold me back anymore. We choose to worship. We choose to praise. We choose to love you, Father. You are worthy, Lord. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul. And worship your holy name. And sing like never before, oh my soul, and worship His holy name. So bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, and worship His holy name. Jesus, sing like never before, oh my soul, and worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawn. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. And bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul, and worship your holy name. Sing like never before, oh, my soul, and worship your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on And 10,000 reasons for my heart to find. Oh, 
So bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, and worship your holy name, and sing like never before, oh my soul, and worship your holy name. Oh, we worship your holy name. Lord, we worship your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't deserve it. 
Until you give yourself away And all the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me, no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me, no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. Thank you, Jesus. Snow you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Snow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. So all you won't kick down, high you won't tear down, coming after me. All the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found and leaves the ninety-nine. And I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. So the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Yeah. Mountain you won't climb up, coming after me, yes, Lord. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't. So shall you, yeah, like, you won't climb up, coming after me, Jesus. No wall 
you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Hey, no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. He believe in Lord. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. And I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, until you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Hallelujah. Singing out, you were the word at the beginning. You were the word at the beginning. And one with God, the Lord most high. Hidden glory in creation. And now revealed in you are Christ. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. And nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. And why could separate us now? What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is. And nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. The name of
and death could not hold you. And the veil tore before you. You silence a boast of sin and grave. And the heavens are open. The praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again, Lord. And you have no rival. And you have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. And yours is the kingdom. And yours is the glory. And yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. And nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. And you have no rival. You have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. And yours is the kingdom. And yours is the glory. Yours is the name above all names. And you have no rival. You have no equal. Now and forever, God, you reign. And yours is the kingdom. And yours is the glory. And yours is the name above all names. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. In the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. And nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus.
Across eternity, the king of life was on the move. In a time cold where our Lord was laid on the miraculous bread, where forever change all hail King Jesus all hail the Spirit of heaven and earth all hail King Jesus all hail the Savior of the world. All hail King Jesus. And all hail the Lord of heaven and earth. All hail King Jesus. Savior of the world. Compound before the King of Kings that every time. Confess that he is Lord, let every shout of joy fall of heaven sing holy, singing holy, sky holy. 
It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. Hey. And who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh, you are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us, oh Jesus. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. So undescribable, I, I can hardly speak in peace. So unexplainable, I, I can hardly think as you call me deeper still as you call me. Deeper still as you call me, deeper still into love, love, love. Oh, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You are perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are us. Thank you, Jesus. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Lord, you're a good, 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 good father. 
You're a good God. We honor you tonight. We bless the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence with us tonight. And we know that you're good. And we know that you're faithful. And even when we're faithless, your word says you remain faithful. And Lord, we've come together tonight. Lord, in the midst of the rain and the flood and all that's going on, we've come to you tonight on this Friday night for an encounter with the living God. We've come hungry. And we're asking, Lord God, we're trusting tonight for every one of us who've come hungry, we will leave filled because we will encounter, have a fresh encounter with the living God and we serve the good, good Father who desires to encounter with us. And we thank you. We expect it to happen. And we're so grateful. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. We honor you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Remain standing, if you would, for a moment. We're so grateful for this worship team tonight, representing three different churches. We have Elisa Nana here from Transform Church in Reading right here. Yes, thank God for her and for them. It's so good tonight to have with us Mr. Leon Smucker. Great to have you from Feet of the Street in Reading. It's great to have you. And then we've got the whole team here from Newport Church. Let's thank God for them. And let's thank God for Alan Dice, who's worked tirelessly to get this place ready in the midst of all the rain and the storm. Alan, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Give him a great big hand back here. Now, before you sit down, I want you to just grab a couple people, join hands. Let's pray for one another, expecting a supernatural encounter with God tonight. Just turn around, grab a few people. We've come for an encounter with God. We've come from various places, many churches represented here. Just begin to pray for an encounter with the living God. Take a few minutes to pray. Thank you, Jesus. All right, you may be seated. God bless you all. Really, to come in the midst of this storm and this rain on a Friday night and flooding and all that's going on out there, you are hungry for God, and that's where we come. We're hungry for the presence of God and for a fresh encounter with the living God. So we're so glad you're here. I know there's people out of state here tonight. I know I saw at least four people from, from Virginia Broadlands Community Church. If you're from Virginia, stand up. Come on, give him a big hand, the Mitchells. God bless you guys. So good to have you here. Anybody else from outside Pennsylvania here tonight? Anybody else? Got Maryland here? Yes. Yeah. God bless you guys. So good to see you. Diane and gang, thank you, thank you. Anybody else outside of Pennsylvania tonight who's here? 
That's a long way to come. We're so, so grateful that you're here. All right, we just want to cover a couple things. That we're going to have Kevin come up and share the word of the Lord with us tonight. And uh, we're believing for God's amazing presence and encountering in our lives in a fresh and new and living way. Before, uh, be, before we have Kevin come, just a couple things that are important. If I could have the ushers who have these credit card slips, uh, bring those to the front. and want to hand these out. We're going to take an offering tonight before, so we have time for ministry afterward. If you want to do that right now. 100% of what's given tonight will go to the ministry of Kevin Kazimi, who's here. And, and many of you have known him, and you heard him speak before. He's ministered in 45 nations of the world. This young man grew up in Iran, and God met him in a powerful way in Europe. And he has not turned back since that. He's given himself fully to just sharing the gospel, sharing the presence of God, sharing the anointed message the Lord's given him. So he's trusting God for uh, a lot of finance for his family and to travel to all these nations. So if you want to give a credit card tonight, just uh, the ushers have these cards. Raise your hand, and you can just fill out this little card for credit cards. Anybody want a credit card, just raise your hand, and they'll give you this. You can give by check. You can give by cash, or, or you can give over here's credit card. Over here to my right, please. Right over here, somebody. Way over here. Uh, way over here. Thank you. Anybody else? Credit card. Make sure you can, you can fill that out. Make checks out to Dove International. And uh, again, everything that's given tonight will go uh, to Kevin for coming and ministering uh, to us tonight so powerfully tonight and to bless his ministry. Kevin is uh, connected with uh, YWAM, has a connection there. He's also connected to the Dove family because Kevin and Alex is right here, his brother right in the front row, and the team are planning a new church in about six weeks. Uh, in right near Canton, Ohio, a place called Green, Ohio, and connecting with the Dove family for that church plant. So we're excited about right. what God's doing Amen. with these guys. So uh, wonderful. And we'll just hear from him in, in just a moment. So if the ushers could come, and we're going to take the offering, please. Uh, we just want to make sure we cover that and, and, uh, before, before Kevin comes here tonight. Again, let's be generous. Father, thank you for Kevin Gazimi and the ministry you've given him. And Lord, we give tonight generously. Lord God, to you, Lord God, to bless him. And for the way you've used him, we'll continue to use him in the nations. And uh, so we just ask you to open our hearts to give generously for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can go ahead and pass the, pass the containers, the buckets, whatever you have. That'd be, that would be wonderful. I also wanted to mention uh, to that uh, the book that Kevin and Merle, who is up here leading worship tonight, uh, and I have authored some, about... This came out back in March. Encountering the Supernatural is available at the back for $10. You buy any two, you get one free. So that's a real deal tonight. And there's about maybe 10 other titles back there, too. You can mix and match however you want to do that. That's back at the book table at, at the back tonight, uh, Encountering the Supernatural. So uh, we'll go ahead and pass, pass the buckets. Um, Laverne and I had the privilege of being with Kevin and Alex and their families and a group of others in Canton, Ohio, just about, I don't know, maybe a month and a half ago as they're preparing for this new church plant and calling it Identity Church. People come to find their identity in God, so we're excited for what God is doing there. Kevin will continue to minister in the nations of the world, and they're going to work together, work with the team to see that accomplished there and continue to minister in the nations of the world. So we're so blessed to work with them, not just here tonight, but also there. And if you want to hear more of Kevin tomorrow night, he'll be at Transform Church in Reading. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, there you go. I heard that clap over in the right hand, my right-hand side from the, the Nanagal. Uh, and uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at, at Transform Church at the Ministry Center in Reading, Pennsylvania. 
great. We'll just take a moment, and we'll come up, and then I would uh, love to have, is Merle still around? Merle, I'd like him to come up and, and then pray. I, I met uh, Kevin through Merle Shank, and when Merle and Shree were missionaries in South Africa, come on out, please. They were missionaries in South Africa, and, and Merle kept talking about this man who's got this young man who's got this powerful anointing on his life. And finally, one day, we were able to meet. I think we actually met maybe here in this county, Maybe the first time, but it was through Merle and through his influence. So we just come to, I mean, I'm here tonight because I want a fresh encounter with God. How many of you say that's what you want? Okay. And so we're going to believe God. We're just going to pray at our hands and pray for, for, for Kevin and uh, Merle for you to lead us in that prayer. And then we're just going to sit in the presence of God and see what he does. And it's going to be an awesome, awesome night together. All right. Anything you want to say, Merle? Yeah, sure. I just, I just want to clarify, I didn't call him a young man. You said that I introduced him to you as a young man. <laughs> Everybody younger than me is young, so I kind of get that mixed up sometimes, yeah. So, so I'm quite old then. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for Kevin. I thank you, Father, for uh, your grace upon him. God, truly you are great, Lord. Truly you are amazing. And, Father, we just want to come tonight. God, our hearts are open. Our eyes are open. Our ears are open for your word, God. Father, we thank you for the anointing upon Kevin's life. Lord, Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence in this place. God, I thank you for your glory. Lord, it is your heart to share, Father, your glory, to to allow us to encounter your glory tonight. And, Father, we come tonight. Lord, we thank you that uh, for every vessel here tonight. Lord, that will be filled with your anointing and your grace yes. in Jesus' yes. name. We thank yes. you for every calling and destiny yes, and purpose Lord. here tonight that will be awakened, Father, that will be stirred, that will be watered, that will be fed in yes. the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Lord, we glorify you and we bless yes. your name. Thank you for Kevin tonight. Use him in a powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good evening. True honor for me to be here uh, ministering, and uh, I think before I do start, I, of course, I want to really honor uh, the leadership of Newport for uh, having me here, and also for Merle and his wonderful wife, Cherie, who we have known for many years, and they have been a true great friend of ours, and I think one of the things that I, you know, really enjoy with Merle and his wife, Cherie, is that they are very generous, They're generous with their uh, influence generous with their platform and so when we get connected with Dove International it was out of a heart of generosity and I believe that every step that we have is ordered by God amen and we also of course want to uh, honor uh, Larry and Laverne Kreider who is truly a father and a mother in this uh, region and I felt in my heart that I want to just honor them because see Paul uh, said he said you have many instructors but you have not many fathers and I believe that they have been to many movements and to many churches in this region. And so before I do share my message that God has placed upon my heart, uh, can we just tell them how much we love them and honor them tonight with just a great hand of clap? <laughs> Amen. 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 And I'm also honored to have my brother Alex here. He's two years younger than me. And we get to travel together sometimes. And, you know, it's been a lifelong dream for us to work together. And uh, we feel that, you know, in this last couple of weeks that it's actually really happening for us to plant the church together in Green, Ohio. And we're going to be part of the Dove International family. Uh, I want to also pray again because, you know, as you guys have great expectations, my expectations is set on Jesus. Amen. 
And I believe with all of my heart that if you expect from the throne of God, you will never get disappointed. Because the one who can truly pour into your life, his name is Jesus. You know, so I pray, Holy Spirit, that as we're going to sit here and receive from your presence, Jesus, no flesh would ever glory in your presence. And tonight, it's all about your glory. We ask that you will manifest your presence. God, I pray that you quicken my mind that I'm going to speak what you have placed upon my heart. I pray that you place fire upon my heart and that you place thunder upon my lips in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you fan into flames the flames of passion that we have in our hearts for the name of Jesus. And I pray that you will call us to the harvest. I pray that you set our hearts on fire, that we recognize that there is millions of people around this world who need the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And God, I thank you that tonight that you're going to pour out your spirit. God, I thank you for signs, miracles, and wonders and the confirming of the word. And Holy Spirit, we invite you. We acknowledge that there is nothing that we can do apart from you. So I yield myself to your Holy Spirit. And I pray that you will come with your presence and that you will meet every single individual, whatever they are. And I thank you, God, that when we set our hopes on you, we will never get disappointed and you will always meet us with your presence and with your power. And God's people say, amen. amen. And for those who do not know, I'm born in Iran and raised up in a Muslim family. And my mom got born again in 96. And in 2004, I had a radical encounter with God that transformed my life. And from that moment on, in the last 13, 14 years, my life has never been the same. I have really believed with all of my heart that Jesus is real and that I, together with you guys, the body of Christ, can see the greatest harvest on the face of the planet. I want to share an encounter with you because out of this encounter, I want to share a message from the book of Joel. You know, I believe with all of my heart that God speaks in many different ways. Amen. See, he's a God of varieties. In the book of Hebrew, chapter 1, verse 1, see, the writer of Hebrew says that God in various times and in various ways spoke, which indicates that God is a God of varieties. You see, from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, God has revealed himself to his people in a unique and extraordinary ways. We see that he revealed himself to his people through visions, to dreams, to trances, to angelic visitations. He has spoken to us in this last day through His Son, Jesus Christ. And so there's many different ways God speaks. And for me, coming from a Muslim world, you see, the supernatural was never a strange thing to me. Because my whole life I've heard about the power of God. But of course, when my mom got saved in 96, we truly as a family experience the supernatural power of Jesus Christ. You know, I was in a season of hungering for God in 2007, and I've learned that there is a currency of heaven, and that currency is hunger. Hunger. See, there is one thing that attracts the spirit of the living God. It's not just attending church. When you cultivate a passionate heart, and when you pursue the face of God, you see, you attract everything that heaven has 
Because God will come when His people are hungry for His presence. You see, God loves when He feels welcome. God loves when people desire after Him. And in 2007, I was so tired of everything that I was seeing in the church. And this is not to say that we are not doing a good job in the church. Because I believe that the body of Christ, even representing tonight in this region are doing so many great things for the sake of the glory of God. But as a young man who was born out of an addiction of drugs, who came from a background where I've heard about religion all my life, now when I was reading the pages of the Bible, I said, surely the God of the Bible is not dead. And if I hunger for Him, if I dare to believe that He can reveal Himself to me, surely God can show up any moment or any second and this became a pursuit on my life you see many people say that they hunger for God but one of the biggest problems for us all of us especially in the western world we become hungry for God but in the midst of becoming hungry we are distracted from pursuing the presence of God you see in Jeremiah chapter uh, 29 verse 13 God said when you search for me with all of your heart I love that when you search for me with all of your heart, come on, talk to me. I'm from Africa. You will find me. That means that if we have not found God, it's not mean that God is lost. It simply means that we have not yet sought after the face of God with all of our hearts. Because beloved saints, God is not a man that he should lie. The Bible says that he watches over his word, ready to perform them. He honors his word above his name. And Isaiah 55 says that his word would never return to him empty. But always accomplish the purpose which he sent it forth. That means that if God says, seek my face, like David, I will say, your face, Lord, will I seek. And so that's what I did. I started to seek God. And I didn't care about all the activities and what people told me. I wanted to have an encounter with God. I wanted to know Him. I wanted to know the power of His resurrection. And I wanted to truly fellowship in a fellowship of His suffering. Because I recognize if you want to go after the glory of God, most of the time you will not be very popular in the church. Because passive people, lukewarm people, when you become on fire for God, they will not understand you. I know that you're not going to talk to me tonight, but I'm going to talk to you. Amen. Because when you burn for God, sometimes that journey is alone. But what I believe that God is doing in this last day, He's awakening a corporate cry in the body of Christ. And we as the bride of Christ, in one voice, one spirit, one cry, we are standing up and we are saying, God, come and shake the heavens and the earth again and pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And in this season, I had a season of encounters that I called God opened up the heavens and He came down. He opened up the heavens and He came down. You see, there's times where you're trying to reach up to God, but there is times where God just steps from the balconies of heaven and He just comes down. And in 2007, in the month of August, I came home from a conference where, you know, the man of God was speaking about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I ran in a crowd of 14,000 to be prayed for. And when I came back to my bedroom, I did not know that I was about to have a visitation that would change the course of my life once again forever. I was lying in my bed and the door was locked. And as I was lying in my bed, just so hungry for God yearning for the presence of God 
saying to God, God, I want to have an encounter with you. See, I became so desperate that I said, God, if you do not show up in my life, and this was not a cry of frustration, this was a cry of desperation. I said, God, if you don't come, I don't want to have this Christian life because I want this Bible to become real. I want my friends, I want my family, I want my community, I want my nation to know about your glory. But in order for me to present you to a dying world, first you have to become real to me. And I was lying in my bed and suddenly on my left side, a person stood. I did not see any figure. I did not see any person. But I knew it was the person of the Holy Spirit. And he appeared to me as a person that was set on fire. Totally on fire. And I could feel physically the fire of the Holy Spirit burning my left side of my body. And suddenly that fire went into my bosom. And for hours I could feel, Paul talks about the heavy weight of the glory of God. See, when Solomon dedicated the temple in the Old Testament, the Bible says that the glory of God came in as a cloud. It was so heavy that the priest could not longer stand and minister because of the heaviness of the glory of God. Beloved, that's Old Testament. Come on, Hebrews said we have a better promises. We have a better covenant. So if God came in the Old Testament like that and He filled just a temple, how much more will He not fill us who are the temple of the Holy Spirit? And I was lying there in the presence of God and for hours, it seems like for hours, I could feel the electricity. I could feel the presence of God as a rushing mighty wind going through my body. And then I found myself from lying in my bed, suddenly I stood in a place called heaven. I'm not talking about third heaven. I'm not talking about paradise where Paul was caught up to. I'm talking about the universe where the stars and the moons and the planets are. And I was looking on the planet earth and what I saw totally shocked me because the whole planet earth was covered with fire. Whole earth was covered with fire. And when I looked at it, I did not understand because I thought first it was the fire of judgment and God said, you are mistaken. That is not the fire of my judgment. That is the fire of my love. And when I came back to my bedroom, I heard the Spirit of God say to me that the knowledge of the glory of God, come on, the knowledge of the fire of the Holy Spirit, that, that fire that started in Acts 2, 120, received a baptism of fire that went to 3,000 and then 5,000, and now we have millions around the world. That knowledge, that fire of the glory of God, one day before Christ comes back, will cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. Come on, you better talk to me this evening. And God said to me that we will see as a generation the greatest outpouring that ever mankind have seen. And we will see millions upon millions upon millions coming to the knowledge of Christ. Because God is not a respecter of a generation. He's not a respecter of a person. What He has done in the past, He's willing to do again. But He's looking for people that are hungry and dare to believe that He want to do it again. That's why you're here on a Friday evening. You could have been in so, listen, I love Sundays, but this is what I love. Because Sundays you get church girls, and that's okay. We should not forsake the gatherings of the saints, amen? We believe going into church, we love each other, and we, but this is when the hungry people come. People that are just, don't want to clock in and clock out, but people that are hungry for the glory of God. And then God said to me, 
He said, Kevin, you are mistaken. If you think that this vision is about you, because you know it's easy for us to think, oh, God's going to use me to set the hall on fire. Come on, we are not just, it's, you know, come on. I might be a mouthpiece, but I'm, I'm, I'm a dysfunctional mouthpiece without the body. Amen? And I'm learning that every, every single day of my life, that I need the body of Christ. He said, this is not about you. This vision is not about a person. This is not about a church. This is not about a denomination. This is not about an organization. But through unity and partnership within the body of Christ, we will see the knowledge of the fire of God cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Because there is only one body. Christ is not divided. That's why I love seeing three different worship teams leading together because we are one in Christ. Amen. Iranians and Americans, white and black, come on, Baptists and Presbyterians and even Charismatics. We all are one in Christ. And God started to speak to me that the glory which we find in Haggai 2.9 of this latter house, it shall be greater than the former house. And I know that when God spoke this to the prophet Haggai, he was talking about the second temple. But let me tell you something. I believe that we as the church, we will never go backwards because from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been advancing. We are never going back. Come on, the kingdom of God is like a man that put his hand to the plow and is not looking back. So we go from faith to faith, strength to strength, and we go from glory to, come on, glory. So the knowledge of the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former house. And I start to ask God, what do you mean, God? And he spoke to me from the book of Joel 2.28. And we know the prophet Joel was looking hundreds of years into the future. And he prophesied about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Listen, tonight we're contending for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I don't care how gifted we are. I don't care how much charisma we have. I don't care how relevant we're trying to be as the church to the world. The only way we can see, come on, this generation who is so weird in so many ways, coming to the knowledge of God is through the fire of the Holy Spirit. It's through the convicting power of the love of Christ that so compels us. And it says in Joel 2, 28, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Everybody say all flesh. That means that you're included in that. Are you guys with me? Pentecost is not just for Pentecostals. Pentecost is for all flesh. Because it says that your sons and your daughters, they shall prophesy. That means that male and female are included in that. And tonight sitting here, you're also included in that pouring of the Holy Spirit. And then he says that your young man would see visions. So when I'm talking about visions and trances, do not get shocked because when the Holy Spirit comes, the prophetic within a generation is awakened. No Holy Spirit, no prophecy. Because when He comes, when the Spirit of God is poured out, your sons and daughters shall prophesy the heart and the mind of God that they receive through visions. And older people, of course, they always have dreams. Not because you're sleeping so much, it just happens. Listen to this, beloved saints. See, 
theologically, and this is very important for me to say before I'm going to continue. As you study the book of Joel, I understand that theologically this was a judgment that came, that Joel prophesied on the land of Judah. And it was a whole army of locusts that came and devoured the land. And I understand, and I'm not saying that what I'm trying to say now is the end time picture of the end time church. But I'm going to show you some parallels. And in no ways am I trying to put a doctrinal or theological foundation tonight. But I'm going to show you that hidden in this, I believe there is certain principles that talks about the characteristics of the God's army that is going to come in the last days. Are you guys still with me? You see, in Joel chapter 2, verse 1 and 3, it says, Blow the tr trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm on my holy mountain. It is now going to talk about the army of locusts. It says, Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. How many of you know that the day of the Lord is coming? Come on, Jesus is coming back. And we are saying, Come, Lord Jesus, come. And then he says, For it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of cloud of thick darkness, like a morning cloud spread over the mountains. And then it says, I people come great and strong. A people come great and strong. Once again, I want to emphasize this. This is not a picture. There's only one interpretation of this, and that is the army of locusts. Are you guys with me? Because I don't want people to get caught up in theologies and then try to, you know, throw prophet rocks at me later on. I'm just saying that there is some parallels that we can learn from this army of locusts that came in the form of judgment. Because in the last day, God's going to raise up a generation that have a heart baptized in holiness, righteousness, fear of the Lord. And God's going to use that army to become a proclamation of judgment, I guess, in justice and in righteousness on the face of this planet. Are you guys with me? And so here it says here in this rest of this portion of scripture that they are great, they are strong, strong. Because they understand that the Lord is their shield and the Lord is their strength. And then it says this. It says that this army, it says, The like whom has never been, nor will there be any such after them. Which indicates that the end time army of God. And I'm not saying this is a prophetic picture, but the principle for me is that when God is raising up an army in a generation, that end time army that I believe, listen guys, you and I are part of that. <laughs> I'm not coming to church to sing songs. I'm ready to snatch people from the fire. I didn't become a Christian and waste everything on Christ so that I can clock in and clock out, guys. I believe you and I have a hunger for God. Amen? And that's what I see in your face and in your eyes tonight. You have a hunger for God. Come on, how many of you want to see the, the, the population of Lancaster? Come on, the Mennonites people, the community, the Amish people. I mean, people being touched by the fire of God. See, the people will be great and strong, and it will be a very successive generation. And it says, and even for many successive generations, there will not be anyone like them. And I love this. It says, a fire devours before them. And behind them a flame burns, which indicates that this army, through my vision, that I believe 
and from the baptism of the Holy Spirit that is available to us, this army, this generation will not be passive. They will not be fatalistic. See, they will burn for God. They don't understand church politics. Now, i got to say that again. They don't understand church politics. They have no interest in church setups and religion. They might seem radical in some ways, and I believe that you and I are part of that. But I want to tell you something. This generation is on fire for Jesus. On fire. Just like John the Baptist, who was known as the burning and a shining light. On fire for God. Misunderstood by his generation. Seen sometimes as an outcast, but he knew with all of his heart that he had come as a prophetic voice to make the crooked path straight. And this is what you and I are going to do when we are on fire for God. We're going to, through righteousness and holiness, we're going to make the crooked path straight for the second coming of Jesus. And then it says, the land is like the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them is a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them, which indicates to me that this is not a Moses generation. Because the Moses generation had Egypt behind them and the wilderness before them. The Moses generation was a surviving generation. How many of you know that we love Moses? We love the Moses generation because their ceiling has become our foundation. And we live as a generation on the shoulders of the prayers of the saints that have gone before us. But the army that God is raising up is not a Moses generation. They are a Joshua generation. Because the Joshua generation was not a surviving generation. The Joshua generation was a conquering generation. They wanted to go to Jericho and they believed God and they believed that if they obeyed God, God could do the impossible. And even when 10 spies brought judgment on them through unbelief, Caleb and Joshua, that were men of another spirit, they said, God has given this land to us. Now, how many of you believe tonight that God has given the United States of America to the body of Christ in this land? Come on, this is your country I'm talking about. You better say amen, guys. And I believe that you and I are the answer. Come on, it's not going to be another government. It's going to be us. We're going to shift and we're going to change and we're going to see the harvest. Together we're going to do this because we're going to see it for the glory of God. Amen? Amen. You guys are awesome. I keep on just screaming at you, but you guys are awesome, man. I'm not angry. I'm just passionate. Amen? <laughs> You know, in Africa, man, Merle knows we preach until, you know, we get holes in our, in our shoes. And, and then the lights goes off. And then we preach even more. And then people go to sleep. And we keep on preaching the everlasting gospel. It never ends. So, but in Lancaster, I know you love the gospel too. So, so we're going we're gonna to preach this thing, man. Listen, in Joel chapter 2, verse 7, it says about this army that I believe, there's a parallel that we can understand tonight. It says that they run like mighty men. See, I'm always reminded of the mighty men of David who are a bunch of crooks. Come on, a bunch of misfits, drug addicts, and prostitutes, and outcasts, no education. But they, when they came around the anointing of David, 
when they came in association with the right person, when that anointing rubbed on them from being misfits, now they became the mighty man of David. And David had about three hundreds of them. Come on, guys. I'm asking for some in my own life. But what about coming around the anointing of Jesus? What about spending time in the presence of the mighty one? I promise you that all drug addictions and all your problems and struggles and passivity would fall off and the every sin that so easily entangles us would fall off because we have now associated ourselves with a mighty one which his name is Jesus Christ. And I believe that this generation God is raising that have an understanding of the presence of God, have an understanding of the need of God, they will be mighty just like David. Heart that is after God's own heart just like David. The Bible says that they climbed the wall like men of war. See, the weapons of our warfare, beloved saints, are not corner, but they are mighty in God. See, when people come to me and they say to me, oh, I need this and I need that, and I say to them, why don't you warfare a little bit? The Bible says that God has given you weapon, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Come on, they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, arguments, and every high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. That's the weapons that Jesus has given us. He has given us an armor. He has given us a sword. And I'm telling you, we are not just meant to go to church and look cute. We're meant to wage warfare against all satanic voices in this nation. See, first letter of John says, For this reason the Son of Man was manifested, that he might destroy, destroy the works of the enemy. And then he says... And I love this. It says that everyone marches in formation. They do not break ranks. They do not push one another. But every one of them are running in their own highway. That's why I believe identity is so important. If there is any crisis in our generation, beloved saints, is an identity crisis. People that are competing against each other in the church. People that... You know, churches that are fighting over members, people that are pushing one another, people that are, I mean, we are all doing it. We are all guilty in some ways. I'm not standing here spotless, but I'm telling you that this generation that God is raising up, they will understand who they are in Christ. And they are so busy doing the work of the Lord in their own field that they have no time worrying what's going on in the field next to them. Are you guys with me? Because they understand the sphere of influence. And Paul said, I do not dare to boast beyond the sphere of the influence that God has given me. Because we all have been given influence. And this generation, I believe, they understand the identity. Going to walk hand in hand as an army. And not fight against one another, but fight against the enemy. Listen to me. I believe there has never been a time in the United States of America... Where the church is coming together. I don't know what you are saying or what you are seeing. What I'm seeing is that the spirit of unity is doing a work of unity in the hearts of God's people. People are coming together because we recognize, come on guys, I need you and you guys need me. We need each other. And when you understand this, it is a freedom that is absolutely amazing. Amen? So we are not afraid as a generation. And I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward, please.
if that's okay. Yeah, perfect. I love my buddy Merle. He's, he's a preacher, man. You guys know. He's not just a worship leader. He's a preacher. Any of these guys could have done it better than me tonight, but I'm just honored that Merle and Larry gave me the opportunity to share my heart. Listen, in Joel chapter 2, verse 11, it says this. It said, the Lord will give voice before his army. The Lord will give voice before his army. For his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word. Which means that no man would have their stamp on this army. No man would have their fingerprint upon this generation. Are you guys with me? Listen, there will not be any organization's name on this thing. No, there will not be any apostolic figure, an evangelist or a prophet, or any person who will say, this is what I'm doing in the last days. Listen, this is the army of the Lord. This is the Lord himself raising up his army. And I believe that tonight he's calling us to take a stand. In Psalm 110 verse 3, could you please stand to your feet? You guys been awesome. You guys been patient. But I want to end with this because I want to make a call. And God spoke to my heart about this evening. You see, tonight we were thinking about should we call out word of knowledge? Should we pray for the sick? What should we do? But I felt in my heart that God was calling people out so that we can go out and reach the harvest. See, guys, we can receive healing here and that's good. We can receive transformation. All that stuff is good. But what we need in the church is to receive an impartation from the presence of God. So the fire of the Holy Spirit can consume our lives with boldness. So that we can go out. And that we can be a burning and a shining light in a lost and a dark world. That's the reason Jesus came. To restore a humanity that was lost in relationship. And it says in Psalm 110 in verse 3. It says that your people shall volunteer in the day of your power. Your people shall volunteer in the day of your power. There will not be any price tag attached to this. There will not be any cost attached to this. This is a generation who has recognized that they need to carry up the cross on a daily basis and count the cost and follow Jesus. Because if we're going to reach this harvest, Beloved saints, I believe with all of my heart that we need to volunteer. And we got to be like Isaiah who said, here I am, send me. If that's you tonight and you believe that you have a calling upon your heart and you want to break through into areas that you have never broken through in your life and family and your ministry. And you want to say, God, I want to volunteer. I want to say yes to your army. And I'm asking you tonight, God, to baptize me with fire so that I can be a burning, shining light. If that's you and you want to have that impartation, I want you to not look on your right, neither on your left, but come to the front right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. When we make altar calls, I always say quickly, quickly, and quickly, and quickly. Don't look around. Come as a desperate person who longs for more of God. Because we can do it as the body of Christ. We can see the knowledge of the glory of God cover the whole earth as the waters cover the sea. 